to campfire fireside chats this show is created for adult audiences only our show notes include content warnings and other helpful information we strongly recommend taking a moment to assess the situation before continuing let's begin welcome campers to this week's fireside chat I'm going to uh, get into some announcements, and then we'll introduce the guest, who is the co-host. First off, Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash campfire tales of the strange and unsettling, where you can get lots of bonus content, you can get discounts on merch, you can get access to exclusive merch, and basically just lots of cool shit. Next up, go over to our merch store. You can find the link for that in the episode description. You can also find it in our link tree, just about every social media. Pick yourself up some sweet campfire merch. New designs incoming shortly. Absolutely. Okay, so let's just get to the guest. This week's guest is Ryan. We're going to, uh, to hit part two of the history of his paranormal encounters. Let's get into it. Where'd we leave off? We left off last time, uh, we'll just call it Fence Street, um, talking about, uh, I think the last the last major thing was uh, the phone conversation that I had, and um, listening to like the constant chatter that I was hearing, and then the baby crying, right? Right, right. And then after, the, after that, that's where things started to kind of progressively take off. So um, like, if... If you'd like to hear the craziness that Ryan experienced in his early childhood, go back to our very first fireside chat, which was part one of his story. So, if that you want to normal history, yep. If you want to go get caught up on that, definitely do so. So let's let's pick up. Is there anything else that happened at Finch Street, or are we moving forward? So there, I mean, it was just, it was just, again, like the shadow, like the shadow figure that I'd see. I mean, that was, that was pretty much it. Um, the main, I guess the biggest thing was that, that conversation that I had that night while on the phone, like that was the most notable that I now literally think about still gives me like chills or goosebumps, like thinking about, yeah, because it was just like very, I mean, while I was literally talking to someone, you know, and of course they, they couldn't hear anything. So, yeah. Um, so after that, uh, needless to say, uh, you know, let's skip ahead a couple of years. Um, so I was in that house. I think we moved roughly 17, 17, when I was 17 or so. Okay. Um, let's call this Jefferson Street. Okay. So this is where things progressively got worse. Um, so this house, it was this big, big older house that I and my family lived in. My friends stayed with me constantly. This is back when uh, Jordan and I were uh, doing music and stuff like that. We would sit and uh, so I had I had this bedroom just to give you uh, more of like a kind of kind of a visual. So it was a two-story house, and then I had this room that was almost like a... It almost seemed like an attic, but it wasn't. It was part of the second story. Yeah. So you walk into this room, and it's basically two rooms. Uh, it's it's like an A-shaped room, or like almost like an A-frame, 
to where you walk in one room and then there's a doorway that walks in the second room. So one room we used as literally just our recording room. Yeah. It's where we always practiced music. We recorded uh, the first APR EP. Yeah. Um, you know, all that <laughs> stuff is, you know, in that room. And the second room was basically my bedroom. You know, that's where my bed was, my TV was. Like, you know, like, yeah, that's so. Um, you know, it, it was very, like, at first it was very mellow. Uh, you know, nothing, nothing crazy. Like, when it was just me in there, um, I would hear, like, knocking in the next room the room that we would use for recording like just kind of like random like knocking and things like that so i didn't really think much of it you know it was an older house um you know so that you know it was kind of like i kind of just brushed it off like okay you know whatever it's it, you know it is what it is right so as i guess as the year you know as as time progressed not even years but as time progressed it became more frequent and it always seemed like it was when nobody else was there with me. Because, again, I mean, I, you know, like, you stayed with me a lot. Chris lived with me a lot through that time. Like, but, like, it seemed like when nobody was there is when things would act up. Which, strangely enough, right? Yeah. Um, so I started seeing, again, that kind of shadow figure that would walk from the other room into my room that my bed was in. And literally just stand in the doorway. Now, never. Uh, okay, so yeah. this is even creepier than than you, the listener, realize because this side of the of the space that was Ryan's bedroom was not large. It was it was a little bit wider than his bed was long. Right, and there was no window in the second part. There was a window in the other part, but there wasn't a window or anything in this one. Yeah, the whole space—that um, whole space that was that served as your bedroom—was maybe twelve feet by six feet, something like that. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was big enough for like a queen size bed and sideways a TV. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, um, and then uh, yeah, then I, I also had a little desk in there too. So I could see like feeling pretty cornered if something like that walked into that door. Like, yeah, that's a tight space to share with a shadow person. Yeah, it was enough that eventually I stopped sleeping in that room um, because like it was it became so frequent that, you know, like I would see this figure all the time. Yeah, literally nightly. Um and again, it was just, it seemed to most hap- mostly happen when nobody else was there, which is really weird. Like, I don't know why, like, why that's a thing, you know, but it, like, that's, that seemed to be when it was most present. So, so then, un- so unlike Fence Street, where you would see the shadow person frequently, even if, even like, one of us were sleeping were there, on the right. floor, yeah. this one was mostly just showing up when you were alone. Right. Yeah, which, okay. I, you know, I, I think, like, bears to question why right yeah it seems a little more ominous yeah exactly so cut to a little while later i like i get to the point where um so we had we had a computer room downstairs it was like i mean it was basically just where we had like kind of like the you know the family computer and stuff like you know um and it was it was basically branched off from the dining room and I found myself on multiple occasions sleeping in there 
Yeah. Um, I'm just realizing yes. now that at a certain point we kind of transition to always sleeping in there. Yeah, with reason. Yeah, apparently. So, it's because, again, I started seeing that figure very, very, very frequently. Now, once I started sleeping in there, like, it was, it was a lot better, you know, for a short period of time. Like, I wasn't seeing it. And then what really started to get crazy is that it started showing up again. And this time, so the way that this worked is when you walk in the front door, you walk immediately into the dining room. You go off to your left, like if you look over basically like your left shoulder into the dining room, then you have the living room. So it's often like the north northern part of the house. Um, but if you look at the right from the front door, once you get in the dining room forward, you're in the you're looking towards the kitchen. You look to your left, there's the computer room. Yeah. And the kitchen basically wrapped around. So if you go forward and to your left, you're in the laundry room. Turn to your left again, you're in the bathroom. And then if you walk through that, it passes in through the computer room. So those are all open. There was basically a, a doorway from the computer room into the bathroom and then the, a doorway from the bathroom into the utility room. All right. So there were many nights that I would be sleeping or laying in the computer room that I would start to hear just a loud, like, running sound. And at first, like, I never really saw anything. Um, but, again, as that progressed, I started seeing this shadow figure literally going in circles from the computer room into the bathroom, walking through the bathroom, the utility room, into the kitchen, back to the dining room, back into the, back into the computer room. Literally just running in this, like, square almost. Like, running. Like, yeah. I mean, there were times where it was literally booking it through this area, like, which is really weird. Jesus. Um, but then, of course, there would be a lot of times that it would, like, stop into the computer room and stand over me. Um, and this is where, like, you know, like, even though I'm, like, 17, 17 or so at the time, like, I'm, like, pulling the blankets over my head. Like, you know, yeah. it's that freaky that, you know, this this is, like, messing with me. And so, you know, like, it it just becomes a thing. And, it, and this happens after that every single day. Ugh. Doesn't matter who's there, who's not there. Like, I see this thing. The Whether anybody else does. Not always running. Okay. You know, a lot of, a lot of times it would basically, run, like, you know, go through, like, a whole, like, a pace. Almost like it was, like stuck in this loop right okay where it was like walking through it um sometimes again it was running like sometimes it was literally running but a lot of times it was just literally walking in this like almost like specific route when i think of shadow people i for some reason i associate them like or i picture them like standing still or moving slowly the thought of a shadow person in a full sprint is fucking terrifying. Yeah, it was really weird. Um, and and this and I and I've told a lot of people like this story too. Like you know, like it was just a thing. Like I would see a I man, and it it got to the point where it literally I, I barely ever slept. I mean, I I would stay like I would have you know we'd we'd go to school the next day, and I would be up until seven a.m. and I'd get maybe a half hour of sleep yeah. a day. Like, and it was bad for a period of time. Like, I literally never slept. You know, it was like I, I slept here and there, and I'd sleep, like, during class. Was um, this around the same... This was around the same time you were making sandwiches for a living, 
right? Yeah, this is around Subway. Okay, yeah. so you were also almost always ill during yeah, this period true. of time. Like, yeah, I, huh? I've never thought about that. We like we always kind of associated it with your like the like terribly unhealthy version of veganism that you adopted for a while. Yeah, <laughs> right. But. <laughs> Which was basically just milk cheese on top of everything. I guess it was vegetarian. Well, that's what I was vegetarian. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. went through. I went through my vegan phase as well. But yeah. yeah, like once I hit vegetarian, like yeah, it was just like smother cheese on top of like yeah, just bread some and sauce or sauce. like some damn bread. Right? Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. But I always associated it with that. But like the fact that you weren't getting any sleep, first of all, would definitely contribute to you just constantly being under the weather. Right. And, you know, whatever influence that these interactions with a shadow person could have been, you know, laying on you, who knows? Yeah. Like, that's, that, I mean, like, and it's weird to think about now, like, thinking, like, I literally moved, like, every, you know, like, my my entire, besides my bed, like, I, I literally slept on the floor. Yeah. Just because, like, I didn't want to sleep in that room. Like, there was, the you know, there was something about it. There was something, like, about this figure that I would see nightly that, like, just really messed with me. And then to go, like, into that, and, like, things were fine, you know, and then all of a sudden they weren't. And then I was seeing it every single day. Yeah. And then, like, even when, like, you guys were there or anybody else was there, like, I still saw it. That has to be still something I saw very frequently. Right, yeah. So, like, yeah, man, it was it was bad. Like, I know especially, like, that was my, my senior year of high school that I, like, stopped caring. Um, you know, I went from being, like, in the top ten in our class to just literally not giving a shit. Right. <laughs> you know, like, you know, it was it was just one of those things that... And maybe that, maybe that had something to do with it. I don't know. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, um, it could be a, a combination of classic senioritis and, you know, this terrible shit that's causing you know sleep deprivation going right, on every yeah. night. Like, it, and it wasn't like it felt very evil. It didn't feel like it was just like you know I'm seeing like this this figure that's you know in this loop or whatever else. Like, it became to where it was very, very evil. So you think of this as and, a, being a separate entity from the one you were seeing in the, your younger days on Fish I don't Street. know. Hmm? To be honest, I don't know. Because that, like, I didn't feel like really had a whole lot of, like, you know, like, evil presence or anything. Right. Like, like we talked about before. It was more like, you know, I kind of just got used to it, right? It was like, you know, I mean, you know, it was just one of those things that... You know, it didn't seem to be, like, anything that was really, like, malevolent or whatever. But this definitely was. There were times that I, like, I'd wake up and this thing would be literally right on top of me. Wow. You know, so, like, it's, yeah, I mean, it was it was messed up. Like I said, it's literally, yeah, it, it affected me for many years. I mean, how did that feel? How would you, how would you react in, in the moment? waking up and um, it's like right above you to be honest like uh, i'd wake up and i would jump up like I, I would like i would literally like jump up and you know after that it was gone like it was it was like almost like as, as instantly as as you know as quickly as it was there it was like instantly gone like okay. during that so it was like i don't know if it was just 
yeah, honestly, I I have no idea. You know, I have no idea. Like I said, I it never like never harmed me or anything, but it felt like uh, that was the intent. Okay. You know, so it was really, really weird. And it's super weird now to think about because, like, it's been so long since, like, you know, I've experienced something like that. Yeah. Um, but there there was, and we'll get into it a little bit later, a couple years later as I'm in my 20s. Um, yeah, I, I won't I won't cut there yet. I won't, I won't get there yet. Okay. So, needless to say, there's this, you know, there's this figure and, like, it... The entire time I was there, that that I lived there, like this thing, like seemed to really seemed to target me. I know, like, you know, there was there's also my my family, like my mom and my sisters, that felt a lot of strange stuff in the house. My mom like refused to sleep in her bedroom because she felt this strange presence. It was like something about this upstairs of this area was like really unsettling. Yeah, um, you know, like you could feel like there was something, something out of place. Um, you know, so like you know, that's it's it's kind of like a big a big thing that has stuck with me my entire life. But like, man, the the nights that I would wake up and like this thing is like literally staring down at me, and I could see it full like full like full shaped, but it was it was com- it was a complete shadow figure. Like you know, like there was no specific like face. But it was, yeah, which is weird, super weird. Yeah, I'm, I haven't, I honestly haven't heard too many stories of like close up encounters with shadow people, like to where, because there's always kind of this vague notion of like, well, maybe you just caught the silhouette of something, you know? Right. No, no, not at all, man. This not is like, like this breathing inky blackness. Right, unless, like, I just went through a period of, like, hallucinations and things like right. that. Like, maybe my lack of sleep. Who knows? Like, you know, maybe maybe that's what it ch- I can chalk it up to. Just a brief brush um, with schizophrenia? Maybe. Like, who knows? Like, but, like, I, I find that extremely hard to grasp. Yeah. I, I like, yeah, I don't, I don't think that's the case at all. Because this was very, very, very real. Enough to where, like, like I said, I ne- I didn't never want to sleep because it was more frequent that I would wake up and these things would be happening. I'd wake up and I'd see this thing pacing through this just loop, this like you know like, or I'd wake up to see it staring at me or like standing over me, like you know all this other shit. Like yeah, you know is not uh, yeah, it just wasn't something I wanted to deal with for sure. How long did this you go know, on like, with you experiencing it on a nightly until basis? Until I moved out of that house. My until God. uh till me and Chris and Casey moved into Glenwood. Yeah. So literally moved a half hour away is when it stopped. That's like years. Yeah. I mean till I well till I was nineteen. Yeah, that's two years. Yeah, so I mean, it was a very common thing, like you know, and so. And you, know, you never, was, you never got used to it the way you did the one on Finch Street. It never just became like a part of life. No, like I, I still like I've had, I've had reoccurring dreams that I've relived those moments. Yeah, I mean that's you know, trauma that over the years. Yeah, like I literally, I've, I've been there, waking up. Excuse me, waking up and I'm laying on the on the floor of that, that computer room like 
in seeing this thing. Um, you know, so like, yeah, it, it lasted quite a while. And then, um, so, you know, cut to, cut to a couple, I'm 19 years old, me and a couple buddies get a house together. Everything's great. You know, it's actually, it's actually really nice. Um, really good through this period of time. And I didn't experience anything through there or when we lived on, on high with me, Ty and Chris. Yeah. Nothing, nothing there. Like it was, it was all good. Uh, and then God, that must've felt like a breath of fresh air. Yeah. To be away yeah, from I mean, it. Like it was, it was weird because it was like a period of a few years that like that just stopped, you know, which is kind of strange. Did you share these experiences uh, with anyone during while they were happening? I'm I'm pretty sure I, I at least like I know I've talked to my sister about it because she also saw like she they saw she and uh, who else a couple people saw like actual like full silhouettes of people in the house. Okay. Um. So needless to say, like yeah. So I mean, you know that that went on and then. So, you know, years later, everything's good. Everything's good. Like, it, end up moving to a different house, and then I move back home for a little while. Um, you know, that's all good. So, I'm going to cut to... I'm in my 20s, like early 20s, maybe 21, 22, 21. Yeah, probably 21. Yeah. So, I'm... Now, 22... Man, this is tough, actually. So, it, it probably was <laughs> about 22. So, I was hanging out with this girl. Um, and so, needless to say, I, I stay over at her place, and I, I like, I'm sleep. I, I ended up crashing in the living room one night. Like, and before that, like, we had talked about, like, you know, like our, because she was also very sensitive to like some things. Like, she would see like these kind of like shadow figures on the walls and stuff like that. Okay. So, needless to say, I wake up and I, you know, I had I had some drinks earlier that night, so I end up crashing on the couch. And I wake up and I'm just laying there, like you know, just just trying trying to go back to sleep. And all of a sudden, I see this like figure rise up the wall. This again, very shadowy, like silhouette of a figure rise up the wall and then disappear. So I thought that was kind of weird. So and that's the only thing the only thing I saw at that time. So the next day, like we're talking about it, I was like, "Yeah, I, I saw this." She's like, and she started explaining. I was like, "That's exactly what I saw." Yeah, yeah, like that's it to a T. So, cut to another night where we're just hanging out, and uh, all of a sudden we see this thing rise downward from her staircase. So like her living room was set up to where like the back was to the staircase. So out of like the corner of your eye, you see this figure coming down the side of the the wall of the staircase and it's just on the wall you don't see it like you know walking down the steps you just see it against the wall right like coming down but you can actually make out its eyes and its eyes were like this like blood red color which oh, is super God. weird i don't know yeah. and we both saw the exact same thing which is really weird um so i'm like what She's like, yeah, like we we both see the same same figure, and that disappears into like her kitchen. Okay, and like we wait for it the rest of the night. Nothing, nothing ever happens. But like a couple of the nights that like I was over there, we would see like this this figure. They would randomly like just disappear into the house, and you never saw it again. 
like the you same know. always with the red eyes. Same. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it was really weird, which was a little bit different than the one that I saw at Jefferson. Yeah, I feel like the red um, eyes really set it apart from most like shadow figure. Right, which you know, like it, it was, it was really weird because, it, like I said, it was very different from what I saw at Jefferson, like where I couldn't even make out like facial features. Right, you could see like specifically like these like almost like almost glowing, like blood red eyes, which were really weird. Um, and I, you know, I, I honestly I can't say like maybe it's a trick of our imagination. Like I, you know, I Together. try to I try to be open to be, you know, exactly, you know, like it could be like a, you know, one of those like shared experiences, right? Like, you know, I try to be open to like maybe this is something else can explain this, I'm, because it is really weird. Yeah, I, um, when that happened, you know, were you like, were you thinking like, fuck, it's back, like, not really, because she had talked about like seeing some some figures before too. And, like, that's right. I, I mean, I talked about, like, Jefferson, seeing all the stuff, and Finch, like, seeing, like, that figure by my closet, like, that I'd always see her in the doorway. Now, do you think that it becoming a topic of conversation again is what maybe attracted it? Maybe brought it? Who knows? That's possible. Because now, like, especially now that I've gotten older, I think that that is very possible. Yeah, I mean, personally... I think it's... Personally, I think these things, like, feed off of human fear. Yeah, exactly. That or just, like, the notion that they're there. Yeah. And the notion that, you know, you know that they're there. And it makes them... It get it almost, like, gives that energy that allows them to, like... Exist. Uh, well, yeah. allows them to exist and also allows them to materialize, essentially. Yeah, right. They live off of belief something. and recognition. I mean, yeah. I mean that that makes a lot. I mean, essentially, we're talking about a the concept of a tulpa, right? It exists because right. you believe in it. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think. Yeah. I. I definitely. I buy into that a hundred percent. Um. I because I obviously. I mean. You know, and, and this is something again we talk about a lot on this show is like the fact that you believe in it, you believe in it so much that it, it becomes a thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, like, but this, I felt like, I feel like this was a little bit different, and at least in that regard. Um, so, needless to say, like, that happened a few times. A few times, like, where, you know, where we saw this thing, like, literally saw this thing, and it, it like, it, didn't seem as I can't say it didn't seem as like malevolent or whatever like it didn't seem like it was like after us or whatever okay because again it would just disappear like into like the kitchen or something and we'd never see it again just that kind whole of day. passing through yeah it was it was weird so weird but the fact that like it had like these red eyes that like you know I I feel like that should be like maybe an indicator that it's something more sinister but like no it didn't seem like it was ever like really trying to do any harm or anything like I don't know it's weird it's it's super weird to like think about because I literally don't know you know so it looked scarier than the one on Jefferson but was not scarier in actuality right 
Yeah, okay. yeah, exactly. Because you didn't get those you know? like waves of malevolence that you felt. No, not at all. Okay, and it wasn't. It wasn't something like you'd be right on top of me or over me or looking right. at me or something like. You know, like you saw it. You saw it literally coming down the stairs, but you only ever saw it basically against the wall. Yeah, but you could literally make out like its eye, which is really weird because, especially being a shadow, like it'd be you know it's hard to make out like an eyes of you know, eyes of a shadow, right? Sure. Um, it's like a black yeah, metal was, album title. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. <laughs> the eyes of a shadow. Exactly. Um, Coming at you, March 20, 2012. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Apparently an extremely <laughs> futuristic black metal album. Um, yeah, exactly. So that's another big difference is this was not like a freestanding shadow entity. It was like a cast shadow on the wall. Right. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely it was it was casted for sure. Like it was never. I mean, the only time we ever saw it, and like almost like a freestanding form, was when it was in the doorway. And then it would disappear. Like okay. you know, so that was yeah. So that was you know it was weird. But her house was also like her family also heard and saw a lot of things too. Like you know, it became like we we talked about this to them one night. Like hey, like we saw this, and they were like, yeah, we've seen you know we've seen some shit too. Like we've seen like this shadowy figure like around the house. Like it's a very normal thing. Interesting. So I think that's why like it didn't seem so like bad. You know, it was like everybody has seen it. Like right. it's not like it wasn't focused on a singular subject or anything like that it was like you know more widespread so whereas the one in um, the one in on jefferson street it was like a lonely experience right like right it was yeah yeah I'm, I'm i mainly kept that like kept that to myself yeah um outside of maybe the girl that i was dating at the time sure. like you know like whatever that's i mean but, but that you know that that's a big deal that that makes a huge yeah. difference. That like, well, it's, it was this I mean, thing it's the were... fact that also like I used to see things you know as younger or also at Fen Street like you know that I didn't like tell anybody because it just became like a normal occurrence, right? But this was like enough to like really really mess with me. Yeah, I mean, and this is like a genuine trauma, and on top of the trauma itself, you were having to deal with it by yourself, like with no right. With, yeah, yeah, that's a big deal. Yeah, I mean, you know, so, um, so needless to say, like, you know, that happened, that happened a few times that it happened, and then, you know, like, after that, it was more so, like, I didn't really experience a whole lot, um, you know, I was, like, living in between Indiana, Indianapolis, and then home, like, you know, so, like, back and forth and stuff, so, um, didn't really experience a whole lot, other than, like, one night in my apartment, I heard, like, some shuffling in the other room. But I never saw anything, you know. Okay. Um, but, yeah, so outside of that, I mean, it was pretty normal after that. Like, you know, so, because um, we also moved. Like, you know, and then I, I moved back home for a short period of time after my accident. Mm-hmm. Um, then it, So, <laughs> I, I guess I, I'm lying. I'm lying. So, I'm just going to cut to, you know, this is, uh, I'm 23 or 24. Okay moving having to move back home because i was in an accident um so i'm in a full full lake cast you know like i can't i can't walk for almost a year like it was rough you know yeah so one night i made this bet with my sister 
that like I couldn't you know she bet me that I couldn't read all the Twilight books and I bet I can't remember what I bet her <laughs> something silly right yeah I got hard into those books man it was stupid and I <laughs> I feel ridiculous because of it but like I didn't have I didn't have shit to do like that's all I did is yeah. sit around like watching TV or reading you were laid up for so a I year. like read all these books right so one night me and the youngest sister like we were you know we were like hanging out and stuff and I, I think I was just reading her a chapter yeah and like we're just sitting there and all of a sudden the bathroom sink turns on she's freaking out and she's like she's like do you hear that I was like yeah like <laughs> how did that happen because we're the only two home yeah and like and we're reading like literally just hanging out and like reading and she's like go turn it off <laughs> I'm like I can't yeah. You know, so I, I, like, get up. I, like, hop to the bathroom on one leg. And the bathroom sink is literally running full blast. That's and I turn it off. And, like, there were a couple weird experiences like that where, like, the light would turn on or the sink would turn on and stuff like that in that house. But I never saw anything. Yeah. So, you know, kind of kind of just, you know, little, little strange tidbits, I guess. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, like, classic poltergeist type stuff. Right. Yeah. So, you know, like that that was mainly what I experienced in the house. And then of course um as I progressively got progressively gotten older, um, you know, I've experienced a lot of other similar things like that. A lot of things like turning on, shutting off like by themselves, things opening up on their own, closing on their own, like you know, like a lot of that. Like different houses I've lived in. Yeah. Especially like cabinets lights stuff like that um and you know like but it hasn't been like as as much as it was when i was younger but uh, now like i guess you know fast forwarding into like the last couple houses i've lived in i've had a lot of just weird things happen especially my last house like a lot of like i'd hear things i'd hear walking all the time like up and down the hallway and stuff like that lights turning on and off by their by themselves like um you know like but it wasn't bad it wasn't any, it wasn't anything i never like even just i was like oh it's happening again you know like <laughs> funny like yeah whatever it didn't bother me it wasn't it wasn't anything like i felt like any evil force or anything like that like you know it was more like a ha 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 we're messing with you again sort of thing yeah like you know so i i never you know it was fine um the house i lived in not the house before this but the house before that i lived in by myself and uh one night i was i was hanging out with this girl and like uh we i i just bought a ouija board so like you know we we get like super into it like we sit on the floor had hardwood floors and like you know as close to the earth as possible and we set up a bunch of candles like we got out tarot cards and stuff like that um and so like needless to say like so we do like some readings and stuff you know just kind of start some you know just kind of get into it set the mood and stuff and then we get it we break out my ouija board which is you know at that time very new and i've had it for i've had it for a long time now i still i still have a year and i'll get into that too yeah um but so needless to say we get it out and we're like okay let's see you know, let's just let's just see like what we can what we can get. Like, you know, if any you know, if I can 
maybe attract anything that's followed me or her at that point because she'd also had a lot of experiences um so we're like okay let's let's try this out so like like i said we get as close to the earth as possible we started we literally start at 3 a.m is when we started it yeah and i mean we we set the mood perfectly like 100 percent, man like so like and the, you know so and i didn't expect anything out of this it, at all just to, just a forewarning i expected nothing okay like i thought of ouija boards being like these silly little things like i'm still up in the air about them sometimes but like silly silly like this you know like this is not gonna happen this is gonna be super funny and like we're just gonna have fun so we just like starting on uh, you know it's like a couple questions here and there i didn't really get a whole lot off of it then we started asking and i don't remember what we even asked but like it was at full force like I could feel my fingers being pulled to different letters and stuff. Like it wasn't, it wasn't like. And I even asked her, like, we stopped. Like we we tried to stop, and I was like, "Are you doing?" It? She's like, "No." Like the, she's like, "This is, I'm literally, I'm not doing anything." She's like, "I'm barely touching it." And like even like, I mean, held up her fingers, but like kept her fingertips on it. And like we both did the same, and we're like being jerked around this board, like back and forth, and it was nuts. Um. Yeah, super weird. Yeah. And, but it was really cool. It was <laughs> yeah. actually really neat, you know? Like, it was it was my first, like, real experience with the Ouija board, too. Yeah. And, like, after all the stuff that, like, I've, you know, I've experienced and stuff, like, I was like, yeah, I think, you know, let's do it. Like, this is going to be awesome. You know, if it's real. But at that time, like I said, I was very skeptic. I didn't buy into it. I thought it was going to be, like, this funny little thing. But no, like, at the end of the night, I was like, wow, like, that was, that really happened. And I don't even remember the answers that we got or the questions that we asked. Like, it's not even important at this point. The fact was that I could feel my my hand with my finger barely on the planchet being pulled yeah. to and fro on this board. Like, and it was, yeah, really, really, really weird. So I know you, you said that you don't remember the questions or answers, but do you remember right. them being like meaningful responses in the time well i know we we had asked like who who it was um if i remember right it was like somebody with a j j name or something um it was, like a jacob or something like that it was me um <laughs> it was jordan actually yeah <laughs> Secretly, he's there underneath. Just you know, um, no man. I I wish I I wish I could I wish I could remember because like that was that didn't stand out to me. The only thing that stood out was just that yeah. like like I said, we weren't doing anything. And then finally, like it got like it got pretty real. And then we of course like said goodbye because you know you have yeah, to say goodbye otherwise you leave this portal open. I was just curious uh, if, like, you fe- if it felt like you were like making legitimate like contact, like communication with something. See, I mean, there were there were like we had like some yes and no answers. I honestly, I mean, it's been so long that like I I literally don't remember the actual details. Right. Yeah. Um, I just I remember you know doing it and then like what's you know so i tried uh me uh you know one of the ryan's rylan some some other people we all we all hung out one night and i brought my ouija board over yeah and we really didn't get anything off of it 
but they were also being like obnoxious. Sure, of course. Yelling, like talking, talking, you know, hard smack, like you know, like trying to like provoke things. Yeah. And we didn't get anything out of it that night, which you know, like that made me like kind of question, like, did we, did we really, like, you know? But like, I feel like it was more so like we didn't leave the lines of communication open long enough, but we also didn't approach it properly. Yeah. Right? And so. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, that night like felt very real, and weather, weather was just like again, just maybe like some, um, you know, some group uh, hysteria. To, that and also like, you know, like involuntary muscle movement or something. Like, you know, who knows? Yeah, who knows? Again, I try to be open to like the possibility, but also like. Maybe I'm crazy. <laughs> um, you know, no, not this, not necessarily that, but just like you know, maybe maybe this isn't really actually happening. Like you know, maybe there's a reason, right? Yeah. So like that's how I try to approach everything. Um, now I'm just gonna cut to uh, here, you know, because of course like I heard a lot of stuff in the house too, but it was more so always stuff like footsteps and you know just like the kind of banging around yeah. and stuff like that throughout the house. Poltergeist shit. Um, Right, yeah, yeah, for sure. Now, I moved into this house last year. I've been under, I've been here a little over a year. And the first night that we were here, um, we had no furniture or anything. We were moving in the very next day. Like, they, like I think we started at like 7 a.m. the next day. So, like, we crashed here and um, you know, slept, on, slept on the floors. And I do have all, all hardwood floors throughout the whole house. Um, so we're sleeping on the floor and then like literally wake up in the middle of the night to footsteps walking up and down my downstairs hallway, like to the end of the hallway and then back into like the living area. And you know, you know how my house is set up because I have my living room and my kitchen are very open. Right. Like it's all open concept. So like you hear it, then you move here, I move into the kitchen and then back and then back up and down the hallway. So just like to like your and, theater room, back to the living room, theater like right. back and forth. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And, um, you know, which I, it, it kept me up because I kept hearing it. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't see anything, but it was like, I, I couldn't sleep because I, I mean, this is loud as day. Like as loud as like somebody, somebody literally walking, like you can hear them walking, um, up and down the hallway. Yeah. So needless to say, like we both heard the same thing and it was, you know, this, constant walking back and forth now other stuff that i've experienced here is a lot of uh so we we call it jimmy yeah is the name uh like we feel like it is a child uh so we have a lot of google like the google home uh pods you know just the speakers like the pods right? yeah set up throughout the house and like especially upstairs in one of the rooms this is the most frequent where it'll play random music and it's always as silly as it is it's always like this like christiany like think of like amy grant style music, <laughs> yeah right yes. super weird and that's why like we think it's maybe a boy maybe a small a small child um you know like you know, maybe maybe who knows um but like there's been a lot of stuff especially at my upstairs hallway all the time still to this day all the time i hear walking um, like constant like things moving around and stuff like that. There was one night where we're in here doing an episode 
and I hear the shower turn on, and then I hear someone tell Google to turn on some music. So I don't think anything of it. I just think someone's up here taking a shower. And walk up to find there's nobody in there. And Is the shower running? Her, I was like, hey. No. Okay. And I was like, hey, did you take it? She's like, no. No, I, I'm just not coming upstairs. I'm just like, this is something that, like, has, a, has, has stayed with me for, for a minute. Because, like, this is, like... And I remember... I I don't know if you remember that night. Like, me talking about this. I do. But, yeah. Like, I I was very freaked out because, like, I heard clear as day. Hey, Google, play this, uh, you know, like, on the... On the whatever, on Spotify. I heard the shower turn on. I heard a turn off. Like, I heard everything in the other... Because my, my office is, like, catty-corny from my upstairs bathroom. And, no. Nobody was in there. Um, and then another night, we had uh, we had someone staying with us. And she, she like, asked the next day if one of us came in and kissed her goodnight. <laughs> because she, like, she felt somebody kissing on her forehead in the middle of the night. Ugh. Um, and then the the other day, uh, the other day I woke up to the sound of uh, my alarm system telling me my back door was open. I freaked out. I immediately like threw on some clothes and like grabbed like the nearest hard object I could find, yeah. and like turned on all the lights in my house and like went. I thought like maybe somebody broke yeah. it. Nope. All the doors were shut. My garage is locked up. Uh, the only the only door that wasn't locked was my door from my theater room into the garage. Okay. And that was the door the alarm went off. So I even like went out there, like checked. All my garage doors are sealed. Like my back doors, like deadbolted everything. Um, nothing. Yeah, literally nothing. And I, I I went through the entire house like looking for anything. So I was ready, man. Yeah. Like I was I was ready to like throw hands like i was i was good for it but yeah there was literally nothing that's so bizarre um and it's woke me up from a dead sleep yeah and i heard i heard like because i what i remember hearing is like this like rustling around and like my bedroom was like literally like right outside of like the front of the house where it has like a an overhang of the front porch area so like sometimes you go like birds and stuff up sure so i didn't really think a whole lot of it and i'm here like this like rustling around and then all of a sudden and I'm like half half awake at that point and I hear back door da 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 and I shot up I straight shot up yeah and yeah nothing I'm literally I went through everything I went through even my security stuff like to find out like what door was open whatever else like yeah so it was really weird um dude all the and that that literally just happened like last week or the week before. All the crazy subjects that we have covered on this show, all the like dark history, the like monsters, all that nothing freaks me out like when we do these. Yeah. Yes. Like I've spent this. I mean, this is real life. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, I've spent the entire time like looking over my shoulder. Every time I hear, like, one of my dumb cats in the kitchen, I'm, like, yeah, super paranoid. I've had, like, goosebumps for the last 15 minutes. Like, oh, man, what's what's crazy sometimes is, like, when we're, when we're recording an episode, I'll look, like, and especially if my hull light is on, 
I'll look like at my door and under my door, and I'll see like a shadow literally move under my door. Ugh. And th this happened one day. Uh, actually, it was pretty recently too. I literally saw a shadow. I immediately got up. There was nothing there. Um, just the other day, I was like sitting here working, and I heard like somebody walking down the hall. I was like, "What? What?" And I, I get up. There's nothing there. Like you know, like this is very, very active. <laughs> Like extremely active, but yeah, like like I said, it's it's now been named, and you know, which I think has made it probably more prominent, yeah, like more like you know. But it's uh, I think that's the way that you can kind of shed, you know, like make light of it, yeah. I guess, um, you know, by giving it a silly name and thinking of it as a small child, <laughs> <laughs> when really it's probably like this creepy thing that's gonna kill me in my sleep. No, not really. I'm just <laughs> But, you know, hopefully saying, not. Don't put that energy um, out in the world. <laughs> right, exactly. No. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, you know, I've definitely seen some crazy stuff. And, um, you know, I, that's literally, I mean, that's what I can basically like, kind of think of off the top of my head. You know, outside of, like, there's been strange, you know, strange things, strange, like, synchronicities sure. and stuff like that throughout my life, for sure. Um, you know, that's, I mean, that's very common, for sure. But, you know... Yeah, like out of the things that stick out, like these have been the most. Yeah, you know what? What stands out to me about your whole your whole journey through the paranormal? Okay, you often hear in in stories of people with attachments that they'll have these sort of honeymoon periods every time they move. Right. right? Yeah. And that that seems to be true with you as well. Yeah, yeah, I I would have to agree. Like, I mean, there's been some houses like I've not even felt anything, in, right? Like, you know, being in for a period of time, like you know, so. But like even um, Jefferson, where you had some of the probably the worst experiences, were there in, on Jefferson. Um, you had yeah. that that break of what a month or two. When you first moved into Jefferson, where you didn't have anything, yeah. everything was everything was good. Yeah, yeah, true. And then, and then after yeah. that, I lived in two places after that. Before, shoot, yeah, I guess two places, and then I moved to moved away, and then didn't really experience anything until I was, you know, living by myself, and then I had like a couple small experiences. Yeah. And it wasn't really till after that, until like I had to move home after my accident, that I started experiencing more. Maybe it's because I was like more vulnerable, more like uh, sensitive. I Could guess be. during that time, who yeah. knows? Right? Huh? I've just always wondered about that honeymoon period that people seem to have after after moving. Like, yeah, it is. It is very common, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, you hear even like when we talked about uh, like Black Forest, for example, yep. like these people lived there for a while before they ever even chose to buy the place. And then after they chose to buy it, that's when everything started going yeah. down. Same with when you know, we so. when we covered the San Pedro poltergeist. Yeah. Each time she would move, she would have a month or two where she thought she had gotten away from it and then it would show up again. Right, yeah, like that. That was the one where she eventually moves in the trailer and starts hearing stuff out in like the the shed, the little the shed. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, yep. 
Yeah, that's. I mean, now that now that you mention it, yeah, that's, it is kind of strange for sure. Yeah, I'm. I'm not sure what that is. I'm. I don't know. It, it, to me, it feels like a person, like almost like if a person had a stalker, like a human stalker, and they right. It's almost intentional, right? And then they move, and then it just takes the stalker a while to figure out where they are and start harassing them again. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean? Yeah. That's I don't true. know. It's weird. It's, true. it's very odd. Um, we've we've broken out the Ouija board here like one time as a joke because um, I had had some friends over and stuff, and we were talking about it. It's like, yeah, I've got one, and then I broke it out and like we kind of played with it for a minute, but that was it. Like, didn't really do anything extensive. Do you feel like I don't know? I'm, do you feel like tools like the Ouija board are are more effective when they're like? when they're used with reverence like when you take the time to be like ceremonial about it and yeah without a doubt without a doubt like i think doing it like on the flyer like when i've done it with other friends just like you know for fun like we haven't really gotten anything right you know it's i think especially when you do it kind of kind of on like that you know on a whim rather versus as a joke setting you know definitely right yeah Yeah. as a a joke or you know like you're not being serious like you know especially if you're not being serious you're not like letting these things like really come through you know you're i mean i suppose like maybe with some more time like something can open up sure and you know without your knowing come through maybe yeah um but yeah like at least my experience like you know i've not i've yeah, I've had like you know, a couple major experiences with it, and that's been it. So, see, I, I hear the, I've heard the same thing with like divination tools, with like tarot cards, with runes, stuff like that. Like it's all about setting yeah. intentions, you know? Right, for sure. And if your intentions are to mess around and you know, haha, big joke, that's usually what you're gonna get. Yeah, exactly. I mean, what else are you gonna expect to get at that? Right. right like you know if you're not being serious about it you're not like you're setting the mood you're not you know getting getting like and that's why like i said that one night like we like literally sat on the floor getting as close to the earth as possible yeah. like you know all these things that like we tried to make sure it lined up perfectly sure and like the time everything you know like it was just like you know what better way can we make sure that we get something out of this now here's the question is do you think that that affects it because it it's like offering respect to the spirits or do you think that it's purely just putting yourself in the correct headspace to receive whatever it is i think it's putting yourself in the headspace honestly because i mean if you're offering like this or that like you know you're not you're not always going to offer out to you know something that's gonna have the best intentions right so like but also yeah i think honestly it's just it's a whole mindset thing yeah you know because you know and then one of the things that's often said is to literally like clear your mind like be you know be very like one with like one with everything and like you know like you have to it's almost like you know when like having a seance right right like a seance you have to get in that like you have to get in that real like heavy mind space um, and then just the mood has to be perfect, and all these like all these things have to right. align. Right? Set and setting, and I think, 
I think honestly, I think that's what it comes down to. I think that's why like a lot of people that play with them don't really ever have any experiences, mm-hmm. um, you know, and stuff like that. And that's why, like, like I said, I went into it not expecting anything. Yeah. Came out surprised. Yeah. So. I feel like it's a lot like preparing for like preparing for like using psychedelics. Yeah, I, I mean, like, you're probably right. Yeah. Like it's all about set and setting, like putting yourself in the yeah. right headspace and preparing to like receive whatever you're gonna receive. Yeah. Make sure that you're not going, not welcoming, welcoming some right. bad negativity or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. I, mean, I, I could, I could only imagine. I, I would assume like. Like yeah, I would assume that to be pretty pretty similar. Yeah. Well, thank you, Ryan, for sharing. Of course, of course. Yeah, I mean that's that's uh you know <laughs> those are the, that's why that's why I'm into the things I am, and that's why you know we we do this. Yeah. It gives me a chance to just kind of live. Which I mean, you know, I don't think anything I experience now is anything negative or anything like that. So, um, I mean, uh, clearly, like it you know gave gave this girl a nice smooch on the forehead yeah. so yeah i assume it's sweet apparently um but you know like i said nothing nothing like growing up at least yeah um well i know like some of that some of those experiences were pretty like heavy and traumatic and yeah so thanks for sharing those yeah of course of course i'm happy to that's that's what we're here for thank you thank you thank you from the bottom of our weird, possibly alien, maybe ghostly, probably cryptid hearts for listening. We absolutely love having the chance to discuss all these wild creatures and events every week, and it's your continued attention that allows us to carry on. And if you want more, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash campfire tales of the strange and unsettling. It's there you will find bonus content, behind the scenes we're just keeping up on our day-to-day and maybe some swag along the way it is our way to show thanks for your support and do everything we can to provide you with as much content as possible again that's patreon.com forward slash campfire tales of the strange and unsettling with that said we want to get to know each and every one of you so please come and check us out on all the socials at campfire.tales.podcast on Instagram and Facebook, at campfire.totsau on Twitter, and you can also visit our website at campfirepodcastnetwork.com. If you love the show, please rate and review it. It's what truly helps us continue bringing your weekly dose of the strange and unsettling. And lastly, we do have our merch store. You can find the link available on all of our social media or via our link tree. Show your support. Buy a shirt, buy a sticker, buy a blanket, buy a pillow, anything that you want to wrap Campfire Tales of the Strange and Unsettling. And that's it. Until next time, I'm Ryan. I'm Jordan. And remember, campers, stay weird and trust in the unknown. unknown.